Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Michael, and with me, we've got Ben Sulkeld our founder and director. Ben, how are you? Good, man. Good to be here, brother. How was uh, the weekend? Long long weekend. Good good weekend, man. You know, full full mix of emotions, mate. You know, got a bit of time on the bike, spent time with my son doing uh, his, helping him do his assignment work, which is always a challenge of patience and uh, crashing the bike. Yeah, man, it was full full weekend. And here we are. Did you uh, jump big stupid again? Or yeah, no? big big stupid went down again. That was good. And now I'm I'm into uh, so I, I may have mentioned before like taking the this this dirt jumper bike, which is kind of a hybrid between a BMX and a mountain bike, and being kid again in this big bowl that's built near our house. So hitting concrete hurts. That's that's my revelation from the past few days. <laughs> <laughs> How many? That's what happened over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Took a spill. Took a spill onto concrete. Not so good. Not for a forty-three-year-old man. But anyway, we've got to live, live like it's live, live like I'm a kid again. Right. Like what was the last episode? Live, live, live and die with no regrets. Yeah, that's right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, at least uh, you had no injuries, though, right? You're you're perfectly okay. Uh, bit busted up on the knee and elbow. Yeah. But man, I'll be I'll be good. I'll get a, I'll, it. It'll it'll come good in a week. That's all part of it. The risks. The risk and the rewards. Yeah. Are you smiling? Yeah. So, I, so you must be totally, okay. Man. Like it's all part of it. You know, I know that something, knock on wood, hopefully nothing too big's coming. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. As long as it makes you feel like like a kid again, 100%. which is all we need sometimes, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, dude. You got to have that break. For sure. For sure. Well, I just kind of wanted to, you know, jump into today's episode. And I know this is something that a lot of guys that are listening out there can, can certainly relate to. And I just kind of wanted to get your take on sort of the things that men can do to stop procrastinating. Inclu- you know, I myself, you know, is is really, really guilty of this. Um, I know there's, I want to say, you know, most of the guys that I speak with on a daily basis procrastinate on a lot of things that they do. Um, it's, I think, something that's probably the biggest or one of the biggest factors for why a lot of men are, are sort of in this weird situation in life that they're in is because we always procrastinate on things. Like we never just go out there and, and do stuff. So my first question to you is, what is the most important step to actually stop procrastinating? As simple as it sounds, it's just do it, you know, like just actually start taking action. It's uh, interesting we're talking about this. So we had a couple of brothers over the past couple of weeks, uh, literally speaking on this particular topic, because it's like, we know what we should be doing. We know how we should be showing up on a day-to-day basis, whether that's through exercise, for our wives, for our kids, etc. But something causes us to procrastinate. And one of the brothers, we label him, he's, well, he's, his name's Dr. Weapon, and he's an actual doctor, <laughs> and he's a weapon. And he's, you know, he's, his piece to, to one of the guys, like what he shared was, he's just like, I just don't think about it. I just get it done. And I think it's it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I'd say in my life, you know, most of the time, you know, the only time where I do procrastinate is I start thinking about it. I start thinking about, oh, is this going to hurt? How uncomfortable is it going to be? Oh, is now the right time? And we start analyzing and trying to figure out if this is what has to happen versus actually just get it done. Like just go and do it. Don't question it. Don't think about it. Just make it happen. And I know there's, there's some good resources out there around this. I 
can't remember the lady's name who's kind of got this methodology around it, but she has the five second rule. You know, you think what you need to do, you count down from five and then you get up and you take action on it. So I think like the biggest thing that a man can do to stop procrastinating is just don't think about it and just do it. Don't question it at this stage. Go and take the action that's necessary. Mm. You know, how does taking action help you to become a better you? Yeah. So, well, one of the biggest things, right, is one one of this, this, this podcast I was listening to over the weekend and uh, the, the name escapes me again of this guy, but you, know, you hear the saying all the time, you are your thoughts. He went deeper and went, well, you're not your thoughts. You're, the, you're only the thoughts you take action on. And so most of the time we're thinking, oh, we should do this. I could do this. I've got to do this. I've got to... But it's what, what are you actually taking action on out of all those thoughts? Out of the 50 to 80,000 thoughts you have a day, what are the ones you're taking action on? And I think this is, this is where we get very easily stuck and we get caught up in analysis paralysis and we don't end up taking the action. And so one of the biggest things we have to look at you know, as, as men, if we're driven to live our legacy and to live our highest, to our highest order as a father, husband and leader is stop procrastinating by putting a massive chunk of time of thinking about the actions and the work that needs to be done and just step up and do the work and take the action that needs to be done. Now, a lot of guys will say, well, I don't know what I need to be doing next. I challenge that because most guys know the basics. Should exercise every day, right? You should give your wife love or your partner some form of daily gesture of love and appreciation every single day. You should connect with your kids every single day. You should put some time aside for yourself every single day to do some of the deep work, meditation, journaling. Like they're just the very basics. You should make sure that you don't drink, you know, the alcohol to to excess. Uh, you should really make sure that you eat healthy. Like these are all fundamental, very basics. And I do believe deep down inside, most men understand that and have that education. They know what they should be doing. We're just making excuses and we're procrastinating because we're like, well, uh, I want to have a fucking beer. I want to have two or three beers tonight. I want to have four beers on a Tuesday, Wednesday night. But you know that's not the right thing to do. And so then when it comes around, it's like, oh, why do I keep procrastinating when it comes to giving up alcohol? Why do I keep procrastinating when it comes to doing exercise every single day? Why do I keep procrastinating when it comes to showing up for my wife and my kids? It's like, dude, you're creating this bandwidth of thought in between trying to figure out, is this the right thing to do? Is this the best thing to do? Where deep down, it's like, you know what it is. Just excuse my language here, but just fucking do it. And I think that's where a lot of guys have a hard time is just to actually do it, right? So now let's say that man, right, takes action. He's getting things done. He's actually doing whatever he said he was going to do. So he's got started, right? Now, obviously, as soon as you start, you're feeling good. You're made of, you know, you're motivated. You're amped up. Two or three weeks comes down the road. You're still feeling good. Now, usually about what? After a month, month and a half, Mm. right? there's going to be some challenges, some roadblocks will rise, right? Maybe the knees hurt, the back aches a little bit. All of these sort of excuses that we normally give ourselves, which we go back to our comfort zone, start to come up. So how does a man continue to push through this, stay on course, and make sure that he gets, you know, whatever he set out to accomplish done? Yeah. Yeah, look, the first thing is you need to understand why why you're going to do it. Like, hey, I, I want to live my best life. I want to be a better father, husband, leader. I want to feel better about myself. I want to feel more accepting and loving of myself. And so first, you know, first state is leaning into the commitment that you've given yourself. The next is having accountability. You know, 
who is holding you accountable to showing up, you know, getting involved in, if it's around exercise, like having someone else that's on a similar path that you can train with, that you can show up, that can hold you accountable. Uh, Same with when it comes to, you know, with your wife and with your family, like get them to hold you accountable to what you said you're going to do. Then another thing is, you know, the people you surround yourself with, like what we call your tribe. Uh, For us, it's about the brotherhood. So it's not just Ben on this path or Michael on this path and we're doing our things. It's like there's a brotherhood of men who are all working to uphold this level in terms of their standards. And so on the days where I don't feel like upholding my standards, like, man, everyone else is upholding their standards. I better uphold my standard. And I'll get called out. We'll get called out if we're not showing up to the standard that we said uh, that we were going to set out to uh, uphold. So really making sure that you know you have you know, accountability there, you have the right people, you surround yourself with the right people. The other thing I'd really throw in there, man, is like um, you, want, you want to create an environment that supports what it is you're aiming to do. So if it's around exercise, like – you need to make sure that you've got the right sort of environment that supports exercise and training, you know, like in, from a healthy perspective. So it's making sure that your nutrition and everything is 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 clean and laid out. You don't have a fridge full of, you know, all the foods that are going to have you having to use all your willpower not to eat it. Like you want to remove that out of the cupboards, remove that out of the fridge. You know, one of the things too around exercise and training, which I think links hand in hand is, is around alcohol. You know, like I know from myself when I drank the next day, it's, it's really hard to train. It's really hard to get up. It requires a lot more effort to do it. Whereas now with it, no alcohol in my life, like there's still resistance in the morning, mainly around just being cold. But the thing is I have my gym clothes laid out or my exercise clothes laid out the night before. I've got a headlamp laid out. Like I literally wake up. I don't want to get out of bed. I get out of bed. I put on a headlamp. I put on my training gear. I get outside. I'm on. And so it's creating these environments for you to to get the most out of it. You know, when it comes to the daily gesture of love uh, for your chosen one, you know, it's having a set of sticky notes and a pen nearby, you know, in the bathroom that you can write a little message and pin it up on the on the mirror, so to speak. Now, I'm not saying that makes it happen 100% of the time because I, I don't. I still fall short uh, many times over and over. However, I do keep analyzing and looking at, okay, and, and assessing where are my environments supporting me and where are my environments not supporting me. And so I think when you have accountability, the right type of people you surround yourself with, and then the right type of environment that supports you, all of a sudden, that commitment that you set out to have, it's not going to be uh, easier but the effort required to do it becomes less. Okay, now let's say a man goes, okay, I want to do this sort of exercise challenge for a month, right? And he gets it done. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, like that sort of challenge is kind of minimal, right? Like how does being able to to stick to doing the work on small scale really help a man or anybody really to sort of deal with more difficult situations in life? So the first thing, you know, in, in all of this is like we said at the start, it's, it's how committed are you? Like, why, why do you really want to do it? Like if someone's setting out to do, you know, 30 days of exercise or we're coming into July here, you know, in the year and it's like a lot of people do what's called dry July. So they do no alcohol for the month of July. Like the question is like, why are you doing it? What's the commitment? And how serious are you? Like I, I'm big on, if you say you're going to do something, you have to follow through with it. 
there's no use saying, yeah, man, I'm going to do dry July. And then two weeks in when it gets a bit hard and it's like, oh, well, fuck, you know, it's too, it's too hard, man. I'm going to have a drink. You know, it's not, I'm not going to do it this year. I'll do it next year. And you're breaking your word. You're lacking integrity. Uh, and I think this is the stuff that damages a man's confidence. I think it also damages his self-acceptance, his self-worth, et cetera, which is a pretty big challenge, which a lot of men are face, faced with. So one of the things that we've got to really do here is before, before you set out to do it, whether it's a 30-day challenge, 60-day, 90-day challenge, whatever it is, you have to really sit with yourself first and say, am I truly committed to this? Because the truth is, man, it's, 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 it's going to get uncomfortable along the way. The first couple of weeks, like you pointed out before, the first three to four weeks, what we call like the honeymoon period, hey, man, no problem. <laughs> but what happens after that? What happens when everything else, you know, nothing's changing, you're going to the gym every single day like you set out to do, but the body's not changing and you don't feel more energized and you don't feel, it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, this is a waste of time and you're not sticking to it. And so I really think the first thing that you've got to do, man, is you've, you've really got to have a hard conversation with yourself. One is, why am I actually doing this? And two, how serious, like how committed am I to sticking to this and making this happen regardless of how challenging it gets along the way? And I think when you nail those two things and you really stick to it, again, it's not going to make the path easier, but because you've put commitment in place, because you've told yourself and you've done that little bit of pre-work before just rushing into something, you know why you're doing it. And so that's really going to help you achieve this particular commitment that you've set out to achieve. And man, at the end of the day, when you do that, think about how good you feel, how amazing you feel that you stuck to something. And that's why I think it's it's don't go and try and chase something really big the first time around. Like just nail something over a week, nail something then over 30 days, then go move to a 60-day challenge, then move to a 90-day challenge. You know, one of the things for myself around this is, you know, stretching. Uh, I've always barely stretched in my life. You know, I've been high exercise, high output. You know, I'm 43 now, but even uh, probably around a year and a half ago, like I found myself just, you know, tight in the hips. And I'm like, man, I don't want a hip replacement. I don't want shoulder replacements. I don't want, and it's like, well, you've got to get into stretching. You've got to get into ways of like looking after the body outside of just physical, doing doing all the very physical stuff. Over the past 18 months and really committed to, in, especially in the last six months, is minimum five days a week, 20 minutes of stretching, non-negotiable. If I don't get those five days out of the seven completed, then I panic like there's a, there's a commitment. And what I have to do is like a one hour like yoga session or a one hour stretching session. So it dials in, like the commitment dials in with the thing that I'm trying to achieve. And now, man, like it's, it's almost effortless the stretching routine. In the past, man, if you, if you asked me a year ago, I'd struggle to s- stretch. Like, man, I don't have time for stretching. I don't have 20 minutes a day to stretch. When do I stretch? Like, I'm not stretching before I trade. I don't have time when I finish training. I get on with my day. I get home. I'm tired. I don't want to stretch. Now, it's just part of my... It's part of my morning power routine, you know, like it's just one of those things that gets in there. It's 20 minutes and man, I feel better for it. I'm more consistent with it and I know my body is thanking me for it and I'm way more flexible than I was six months ago, especially a year ago. And now it's part of that process. And I, I think that's that's how this all works, man. This is how you move away from procrastination. I procrastinated for 10 years around stretching because I kept telling myself and overthinking it, well, oh, I don't have time for stretching or then I'd go and do a stretching class, but it'd be an hour and I'd be like, 
like, oh, fuck, that's boring. I don't have an hour every day to invest in stretching. I just made it way too complicated. And it, it's funny because um, shout out to Ricky. When when I got that that sort of weekly warrior challenge, it <laughs> yeah. was stretching. I was like, man, that's going to be easy. Man, if you ever want to feel like you're out of shape, <laughs> do a bit of, you know, 30 minutes of that and you just go, wow, what happened to me? So I think this has been a really great conversation for. I'm just sort of, you know, really curious. Once you stop procrastinating, once you actually start doing whatever it is that you set out to do, you stick with it, right? You see it through all the way. How does accomplishing something like this make you show up as a better father, a better husband, and as a better leader? Well, man, you start believing in yourself. You, you, you recognize that you're a man of your word. This boosts confidence. This boosts your self-acceptance. And all of a sudden, like if those two core things, like if you if you accept yourself and believe in yourself and trust yourself, man, it doesn't matter what the external thinks of you. All of a sudden, you're operating as a man of integrity. You know who you are. And I think that at the core is what we're all really in search of because you're going to feel way more fulfilled. You're going to feel way more connected. You're going to smile more because you're like, hey, man, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know I'm a man of my word. I know if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And all of a sudden, you show up as a better father, a better husband, and a better man in the world. Like you become that beacon of inspiration that people are driven to move towards. That's, that's why I think this stuff's so important. For, for the for the man who's listening, you know, like we said, maybe he's driving to work, maybe you're training while you're listening to this, but you're thinking, man, there's a lot of things I'm procrastinating on and I'm waiting for the perfect plan to get started. The piece that I, I, I'm, I'm gifting you here and I'm saying this to myself as well, just take action. Just fucking start it. If it's about training, just go and start it. If it's around your marriage, just go and start it. If it's around your children, just go and start it. Don't wait for the perfect plan. Take action today. That's Ben Sockeld. I'm Michael, and this is another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know, raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong.